It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Jets podcast. It is Tuesday, October 20th, 2020. I'm your host, John B. from GangreenNation.com. Our episode today is brought to you by Pepsi. This football season is different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Well, Adam Gase is still the Jets coach. I thought that we might be doing a Tuesday show breaking down the firing of Adam Gase, and I think we probably will at some point this season, but it will not be this week. After the very poor performance against the Miami Dolphins, I was thinking that there was a good chance the Jets would finally make a coaching change, but they have decided to put it off for at least one more week. And Gase announced on Monday that he's not giving up the play calling. So get excited for more Adam Gase offense this weekend against the Buffalo Bills. On today's show, what I'm going to talk about is the remainder of the 2020 season. Believe it or not, we're not even halfway through this season. Jets still have 10 games to play, and they also have a bye week, which will be coming up in November. And I'm going to talk about some of the big questions that the Jets will need to answer before the end of the season. And these are things that obviously aren't really going to have a big impact on 2020. 2020 is finished. No team can come back from an 0-6 start to make the playoffs. And even if there was a team that could do it, it would have to be a very talented team. That's not the Jets. But there still are some questions that will need to be answered this season, and I'm going to talk about them on today's show. 
And I think the first question I have is, what can this rookie class provide? I'm always one that gives a warning that you should never expect a lot from rookies. And that's especially true once you get past the first round, and especially the second round. But I am interested to see what some of these rookies can provide, because the Jets have been really hit by injuries. And that's especially true when you're talking about their rookie class. Braden Mann is really the only guy playing significant snaps right now because Mekhi Becton's missed a couple games with a shoulder injury. Denzel Mims has been out all year. And the two guys I'm, I'm really focused on are the guys who were drafted in the first and second rounds. You have Becton, who has looked very good so far. He, he's looked like he could be a franchise-type left tackle when he's been on the field, but he's also been battling a shoulder injury. The Jets tried to play him a couple weeks ago against Denver. Really did not seem like a great idea. We have not seen him since then and whether Sam Darnold or somebody else is going to be the quarterback next year the Jets are going to be probably going to be working around working with a franchise young quarterback and you want to make sure to protect that guy's blind side I always say it I think right tackle is an important position in the NFL I think it's a premium position these days because so many defenses put their best pass rusher against the right tackle but left tackle is where you're blocking somebody your quarterback cannot see. You do not want your quarterback to get hit by the guy the left tackle is blocking. And the Jets need Becton. There's a reason the Jets drafted him, because they want him to be a rock-solid left tackle, whether it's for Darnold or whether it's for a rookie that they draft this year in the first round. They need that. And I think the Jets are also looking for contributions from, from Denzel Mims, who may make his debut this weekend. He got back on the practice field last week. And in my opinion, Mims is probably the player the fan base has been most unfair to so far this season. There's a lot of frustration because you see receivers across the NFL making plays, and Mims has yet to play. He had a, he had a hamstring injury. In training camp, it looked like he was going to be ready for week one. Then he suffered injuries to both hamstrings. So people are frustrated. Well, here's the thing. Well, first of all, a hamstring injury is not really something you can play through. It's not like it's not like a, a sprained ankle where you can you know play at half speed on it. You're going to aggravate a hamstring injury further. So you can't play on a hamstring unless you're 100%. And you can't run. You can't really run if you have a hamstring injury. But here's the other thing. Now, listen, maybe three years from now, Mims will have suffered more hamstring injuries and we'll just view him maybe as like the wide receiver version of D Milner. Maybe that's possible, but it's not like Denzel Mims is the only guy who's had a hamstring injury on this roster. The Jets had like half the team's had a hamstring injury since the start of training camp. And when all this is, when this is happening with like something like a hamstring, you wonder what the issue, you wonder whether the issues are with the strength and conditioning department. And Adam Gase made some changes there last year after the Jets had a lot of injuries in 2019. And it doesn't look like it's going very well. So, you know, I don't think you can get on Mims because it's not like he's the only guy who's had hamstring issues. Now, the Jets are going to need to work on the wide receiver position, even if Mims comes back and plays really well, because Brashad Perryman has not really shown you anything. Perryman's had a bunch of injuries himself, and... He had a bad game against Miami. I mean, he looked like a guy who was barely played. You know, I talked on on the Monday show about there are guys who look like they've never played football before. I mean, that was pretty close to Brashad Perryman. I mean, he did a terrible job tracking a deep pass from Joe Flacco in the first series. There was a screen pass he caught where he bobbled it. It's a screen. you got to be able to catch those. And then Jamison Crowder's future with the Jets is a little uncertain, I think. 
uh, based on his salary going forward, and also based on the fact that Adam Gase may not be here next year. And there are coaches who the Jets may hire who may not want somebody who can only play the slot. A lot of coaches use the slot as like a matchup position for your tight ends or your running backs, or you move your number one receiver in there to get the matchup you want. Not every coach just has a specific slot receiver. So Jamison Crowder may not be here in the future. So the, the receiver position is very unclear for the Jets right now going forward. But you'd like to see Mims show he can make good on his promise because he's a guy who could profile as a number one type receiver. He could profile as a go-to guy in this league. And although I'm, I'd never want to count on rookies who are not first-round picks, Mims probably would have been a first-round pick in most years. He has that kind of talent. He just fell to the bottom of the second round because there were so many good receivers in this year's draft class. And then you look beyond Mims and you wonder what can Ashton Davis provide? Can he get anything from Jabari Zaniga? And these are less important because, again, once you get to the third round, people don't appreciate how rare it is for a third round pick to contribute anything. So you look at that, but you, you will you, you will take a look to see whether those guys can do anything. Well, Michael Pirine. You know, Adam Gase talked all week about how P. Ryan was going to be a big part of the offense. I did not fall for that one because Adam Gase always talks about how how they're going to feature somebody in the, that week, and then it's the same Adam Gase offense. So I did not, I was not fooled by that. But see how he does. Also, Bryce Hall, who you know could be coming back at some point. A lot of us liked him as a fifth round pick out of Virginia. Thought the Jets maybe got a steal just because Hall was dealing with an injury. Can he come back? Can he play strong down the stretch? Maybe help the Jets at corner where they need a lot of help. These are things worth watching. And again, I'm not expecting anybody to go out and play great outside of maybe Becton, perhaps Mims. I mean, I think once you get past those guys, not expecting great performances, but you'd like to see them get better as the season progresses and give you something to hope for heading into next season. This football season is different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. I personally have two TVs set up in my house, and... Frequently, I'll have the Jets on one TV and another game on the other, and I wonder why I focus more on the Jets than another game that could be enjoyable. But no matter how you watch, Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic bowl cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Locked on Jets podcast here on this Tuesday. Today I'm talking about questions that will be answered over the final 10 games, 11 weeks of the 2020 season for the New York Jets. These might be reasons to keep watching the team because we know that in 2020 the Jets are not going anywhere. But there are things to watch 
which will impact the Jets in future seasons. In the first segment, I talked about the performance of rookies, but going a little bit broader, will anybody be able to emerge as a potential contributor going forward? In Sunday's game, you had a guy, Ty Johnson, a running back who was recently signed, who looked pretty good. He only got three carries, but two of those he broke for big runs. He looked like a guy who actually had some speed, which is something the Jets could use on offense. It's tough to come up with with potential guys who could emerge because this team has looked so bad that it's it's really difficult to, to come up with anybody. But, you know, I look at Chris Herndon. Can Chris Herndon look like he's ever stepped on a football field before? I mean, talk about a guy who's making me look bad. I've been talking about how good Chris Herndon was going to be for two years, and now he can't even, I mean, he can't even catch a short pass anymore. I don't even think he was targeted on in Sunday's game. So, you know, is this a guy who can actually look like an answer at tight end the way he did in the second half of the 2018 season? Uh, so you know, who's going to emerge? I mean, it's again, it's difficult to say because nobody's emerged so far through the first six weeks. But can anybody step up and look like they're going to be a contributor going forward? Again, the, the guy that I'm coming up with is Ty Johnson, who's got all of three carries this season, who you know probably is not going to have a very long career with the Jets. But like, it's... You just have to try and find some sort of answers going forward. You know, you hope you'll find some contributors. Next question is, who else might be out of here before the trade deadline? The Jets got started cutting down the roster. They traded Steve McClendon to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that kind of felt like more of a favor to McClendon than anything because we know McClendon's near the end of his career. And... He now has a chance to go to a winning team. It was it was almost like one of those things where you, you feel like they were doing it for McClendon. But they did get back a little bit of draft capital. You know, they, they got a future sixth-round pick. Now they sent a seventh-round pick with McClendon to Tampa Bay, so they did not get much. But they got a little bit of draft capital. Now the question is, who else will follow McClendon out the door? And I've talked about Jamison Crowder in the first segment. That'll be an interesting one because he's he's played really well this year. But you wonder whether he could put up these numbers in an offense where he's not getting 10-plus targets a game. My guess is no. And in most good offenses, there would be better receivers to throw the ball to. You're not giving Crowder double-digit targets each game. Marcus May is a guy I have questions about because he's going to be a free agent near the end of the season, and his season's been very up and down. Played great week one against Buffalo, had a decent game against Miami. Aside from that, there have been some struggles. Jets have kind of put him in the Jamal Adams role this year, and it's no surprise. I mean, Marcus May is no Jamal Adams, so it's been it's been an up-and-down season for May. The question is, will May have staying power? Will May be on this team long-term? And if he's not, then maybe you try and get something in return for him. Avery Williamson, I have doubts the Jets could trade him. He's a good player, but they they reportedly tried to trade him before the start of the season, and there really were not any teams interested in him so he's you know he's another guy i think anybody who's a veteran on this team there's a chance they could be traded just because the jets are really tearing this thing down they need to tear this thing down i mean this this is a team that's as close to an expansion roster as you can get there just are not many pieces on this team that are going to be part of the solution long term we already saw Le'Veon bell get thrown out so you know uh I, I mean, I don't think anybody's trading for Frank Gore. Maybe maybe John Gruden would. I mean, if anybody would, John Gruden would. Maybe you could get a late-round conditional pick for Frank Gore. But I think anybody who's a veteran on this team right now, 
you know, if, if the Jets can trade them, there's a good chance they're going to be traded. Next question that will need to be answered is, can Sam Darnold prove that he should be the guy going forward? And I think the answer to that one is probably going to be no, because the Jets have not created a situation where any young quarterback could have success. Last week, we did not do our typical Wednesday mailbag because the Jets cut Le'Veon Bell on Tuesday night. And there were a couple of people who asked me what Darnold would need to do to quiet all of the Trevor Lawrence talk. And I, I don't think it's possible for him just because, again, I don't think the infrastructure is in place where Darnold or any young quarterback could have success. But, you know, my answer was not really based on statistics. It was not based on wins. It's difficult to describe. It's just one of those situations where I'll know it when I see it. I'll know when I see a young quarterback who taking command of the offense, lifting the team up, playing good football. And again, it's really tough because you know, this is not a, an individual sport, especially at the quarterback position. You need, other, you need guys who can, can execute around you. And Darnold doesn't really have that. So I think it's a tough spot for Darnold. You know, I, I don't think I, I, I struggle to see a situation where he would be able where the infrastructure around him would allow him to play well enough to silence all of the talk about Trevor Lawrence or one of the other first round prospects at the quarterback position this year. But I think they're going to put him back on the field at some point. So he'll get at least one more shot in theory. And if he wants to put that talk away for now, he's going to have to go out there and play really well and lead the jets to some wins because if the Jets get some wins, they might get a draft position that's outside of the area where they might be able to take a quarterback. The Jets will surely try to fix their roster this offseason through free agency in the draft. If you need to fix your car, go to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Built Go makes you the best you at whatever you do. Break through your wall, whether it's a mental or physical wall. Break through it with Go today. They're easy to take in one-and-a-half-ounce packages. You can put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever, your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to get through the day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results, and it comes in three delicious flavors peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, for 20% off at BuiltGo, B-U-I-L-T-G-O.com. Let's go. Locked on Jets podcast here on this Tuesday, talking about questions that remain for the New York Jets over their final 10 games here in the 2020 season. And the next question is, when will Adam Gase be fired and I think it's a matter of when it's not a matter of if I don't think that there's a coach in the NFL who could survive a season like this and it's kind of tough to believe he's still the head coach of the Jets right now especially after that game in Miami I thought that game was so bad that 
the Jets were going to make a move, but I still think it's only a matter of time. The Jets typically do not like making changes in season, but things have gotten so bad. This reminds me of a couple of years ago when the Giants fired Ben McAdoo during the season. You just get to a certain point where you almost do it for the good of the coach because it's not good for Adam. It wasn't good for Ben McAdoo to still be with the Giants at that point. And I don't think it's good for Adam Gase to still be with the Jets at this point. Why is he still the coach? I mean, I'd have to be guess, it would be guessing right now. Is it a case where Chris Johnson doesn't want to do it? Because you have to remember, Chris Johnson has a lot at stake with this hire. You know, he, he's been the guy for two years who's had an f- entire fan base against the move. And he's been talking about how he knows better than the fan Gase. It's going to be very embarrassing when he eventually fires Gase and he has to realize, he has, he has to confront the fact that his fans knew better than him, that his fans were right. I mean, I don't know whether that's the reason. I don't know whether, you know, there's one theory out there that the Jets are keeping Gase because they know he'll lose them games and they'll end up with the number one pick. I, I don't think that that's the case. That that would be kind of a ridiculous way to run your football team, keep a guy around just to lose. I don't think that's the case, but I do think Adam Gase's days are likely numbered with this team. There are, there are two games that I have that are upcoming that I kind of have circled as potential final games for Gase. In two weeks, the Jets go out to Kansas City to play the Chiefs, and that's a game that will tell us how much Andy Reid respects Gase because if Andy Reid wants to beat Gase 100 to nothing, he can do it. Or will Andy Reid, you know, once the Chiefs get up by like 30 points, will Andy Reid just run the ball and get out of there and try and not humiliate Gase? I mean, I don't know that the two of them have any relationship, so I, I don't know that Andy Reid really wants to destroy Gase. But if he really, if he does want to, he could win that game 100 to nothing. And I have a feeling that game's just going to be so bad for the Jets that that's the kind of game that could get you to make a move. Or it could be a week later because the Jets play the New England Patriots on a Monday night. And after that comes the bye. And a lot of times you'll see teams make a change at the bye week so that a new staff can come in. You know, the interim coach takes over and he has a couple, you know, he has an extra week to kind of think through, plan out the rest of the season. Now, for a team in the Jets situation, I really don't see what difference the bye should make because it's not like, you know, Greg Williams, if he gets appointed interim head coach, is going to be able to save the season. But that's the way the NFL teams operate, whether it makes sense or not. I mean, look, look, nothing's going to change. The Jets are not going to be a vastly improved football team no matter when Gase gets fired. But I, I, those are the two games that I see as potential final games for Gase. The game against the Chiefs where the Jets are just going to get embarrassed so badly that it could precipitate a coaching change. Or the game against New England, which leads into the bye. And the final question is simply this. Will the Jets end up with the number one overall pick? Because there are major implications for the franchise. First of all, it'll tell us whether the Jets get Trevor Lawrence or not. And if the Jets don't end up with the number one overall pick, I think the odds of Sam Darnold returning probably go up. Darnold getting one more chance probably go up. The other issue is that this is not a very attractive job for head coaches right now because you have total instability in the ownership. The owner has shown you He's very erratic, and if you're a head co- if you're a head coaching candidate in this league, you know you don't get an infinite number of chances. You may only get one shot, and you have to be very careful about which owner you go with. And this ownership has just shown it's terrible with the Jets, and I think it's a bigger issue than it's ever been. I don't think I think ownership's always been an obstacle when it comes to hiring coaches because coaches want to work for stable owners. I think it's become an enormous obstacle with the Jets. I think the degree to which is which a problem for the Jets has risen over the last few years because of how erratic Chris Johnson has been 
I do think the job becomes more attractive if the Jets end up with the number one overall pick and they're in a position to draft Trevor Lawrence. I think that's that could be perhaps something that might lead coaching candidates to give the Jets the benefit of the doubt, even if they have concerns about ownership, because you know that you'll be getting a top quarterback prospect. But that's something to be determined. Will the Jets end up with the number one overall pick? We will have to wait and see. That's all for our show today. Thank you for listening. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, if you enjoy our show, subscribe to it and leave it a good review. Hope you have a good Tuesday, everybody. Send in your mailbag questions because we will do our weekly mailbag show tomorrow. Unless there's some breaking news because we know last week we were supposed to do the Wednesday mailbag show. Then the Jets cut Le'Veon Bell on Tuesday night. So as long as there's no big news, we'll have our weekly mailbag tomorrow. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.